Thank you for joining us this Monday, May 31st, 2021 at the KSKQ studio headquarters in Ashland, Oregon. Dream Infringement presents the weirdest news of the world tonight with your local news anchors, Jennifer, Emily, and Bobby. Here is Emily with the news. Thank you, Bobby. A Miami Beach woman has been charged and ordered to stay away from a local high school after police say she trespassed the school and pretended to be a student. It is unknown at this time just how frequently she has watched the movie Never Been Kissed and if this had any impact on her current life choices. According to police, it all started when 28-year-old Audrey Nicole Franceschini, a Carnival Cruise Line employee who works in sales, possibly became viciously aware of her own mortality and entered American Senior High School in Miami on Monday. That is when security confronted Francesquini, but she portrayed herself to security as a student and stated that she was looking for the registration office. However, instead of walking to the office, she walked straight past it, down a hallway, confronting multiple students as they were trying to enter a classroom. Upon this confrontation, she allegedly stopped them from entering said classroom, preventing them from entering for class. That is when school security confronted her for a second time. This time, she refused to stop for school security entirely, and security notified the school administration of a potential threat on school campus. Once Francisquini witnessed the number of school officials who began surrounding her, she began walking towards an exit door and out onto the faculty parking lot, which ultimately led her towards the street. When police began yelling commands at her to stop, she was able to stay in character as an angsty teen, ignored them, and walked off the school property. Later on, police analyzed surveillance footage and came to the conclusion that the entire incident had been pre-planned by Frances Squeeney. Footage showed that she not only dressed up like a student on purpose, but as she was preventing the students from entering the classroom and in a pathetic attempt to stay relevant, she is pushing 30 folks. She was simultaneously handing them pre-printed pamphlets with her social media username or handle on the flyers. Once officials were able to locate her through her social media page and driver's license, she was arrested at her Miami Beach home on Monday, May 10th, and taken into custody without incident, with the assistance of North Miami Beach Police. According to police, when they began telling her which charges were being filed against her, she told them that she wanted to show them a video she had recorded on her cell phone while at the school during the incident. To which police responded, Great! More evidence! It is unknown at this time whether the officer is liked and subscribed. As of Tuesday afternoon, she has been ordered to stay away from the high school. She appeared at a bond hearing Tuesday morning. Francis Guini has been charged on three counts, one for burglary of an occupied dwelling with a bond of $15,000, one for trespassing an educational institution with a bond of $500, and one for resisting an officer without violence to his person with a bond of $1,000. This story is best summed up with a quote from Never Been Kissed, which we can only assume was the inspiration behind Francis Guini's actions. I can recognize a cry for help when I see one. Hear one. Whatever. Back over to you, Bobby. Thanks, Emily. We all know the saying, when the cat's away, the mice will play. Well, in Chicago, it isn't the mice, it's the rats. 
A Chicago animal shelter is using feral cats to tackle the city's rat problem. The Windy City has ranked number one on the pest control company Orkin's list of the rattiest cities in the U.S. for six consecutive years, as Chicago has had the most rodent pest treatments. In an effort to rein in the explosion of rodents, the Treehouse Humane Society kicked off a program to release feral felines into areas experiencing rat problems. This sweet dill is not without its catch, if you are a cat. After humanely capturing the feral cats, the Humane Society spays or neuters the animals, then places them into residential and commercial settings with rodent infestations to act as an environmentally friendly rodent control. The Treehouse Humane Society says only rescued cats who cannot thrive in a home or shelter environment or cannot be reintegrated into their former colonies are used for the Cats at Work program. After receiving approval for a working cat, property and business owners are responsible for their well-being. The shelter website says, Property and business owners provide food, water, shelter, and wellness to the cats who work for them. In most cases, our cats at work become beloved members of the family or team. So far, the Treehouse Humane Society has placed more than 1,000 hard-working felines onto Chicago streets since 2012. We've had a lot of our clients tell us that before they had cats, they would step outside their house and rats would actually run across their feet, says Sarah Liss of Treehouse Humane Society. If your constitution is sensitive to the idea of Chicago streets being riddled with carnage, you can rest assured that the cats will hunt and catch rodents on occasion. Yet, their presence alone is a deterrent. Liss adds, They are actually deterring them with their pheromones. That's enough to keep the rats away. That's right, like commuters sharing a subway car with a B.O.-riddled teenager that just discovered Axe body spray, these rats are giving the working cats a wide berth. Back to you, Emily. More news to come after these musical messages. All my babies coming home tomorrow. Ain't that good news? Man, ain't that news? Well, Bobby, it's almost summertime, and you know what that means. Warmer weather. That's right, Emily. I am having a difficult time figuring out what kind of sunblock to apply to my very sensitive skin. I went to the store the other day, and I cannot decide. I mean, there's like over 50 brands. What am I to do? <laughs> there sure are a lot of brands. Well, we're not the only ones monkeying around. Here's Jennifer with a hot scoop from Texas. An El Paso woman is in hot water this week. Make that flaming hot water. The 26-year-old woman, identified as Lucy Ray, was captured on video at the El Paso Zoo, jumping over a barrier into a spider monkey enclosure and feeding them flaming hot Cheetos. She was later arrested and charged with criminal trespassing. 
In the video, it appears it does not take much to keep a spider monkey enclosed. Zoo officials explained that the woman had to jump, as in step over, a fence, climb through several bushes, and walk in a four-foot deep moat before trying to feed the spider monkeys. They also pointed out that she didn't just put herself in harm's way. In the video, she is seen giggling happily pelting monkeys with Cheetos as they make aggressive motions at her, as she seems unaware of this, while people in the background scream out at her that she is an idiot. Zookeepers say that she also endangered the two monkeys, Libby and Sunday, by feeding them. Because monkeys can catch COVID from humans, so keep your gross human cooties away from our monkeys, and also that these monkeys are on a highly specialized diet. These Cheetos could give them very specific bowel trouble, and unless Lucy wants to be in charge of cleaning up the feces of spider monkeys with acute gastrointestinal distress, she better hold off on the Cheeto throwing. They also said she damaged the trust and relationship that the zookeepers had established with the monkeys, as the monkeys now know the moat is not infested with monkey-eating crocodiles and piranhas, as they'd formerly been told. And once they've had a taste of American junk food, you can kiss that specialized diet. Goodbye. After the story aired, the El Paso law firm where Ray worked as a litigation assistant. Yes, indeed, these were the actions of a professional lady. If you thought this was a teachable, this is your brain on drugs, meth, not even once, incident, it remains to be seen if drugs or mental illness were involved. However, her employers recognized her and terminated her from her position, saying they do not condone her actions. Another El Paso lawyer, Mark Davis, possibly a bottom-feeding opportunist, was quick to hire Ray and quick to take to social media to call as much attention to himself as possible, putting the woman's former employer on blast, saying they had a cancel culture attitude. But I question if it's simply someone versed in the law being publicly arrested on criminal charges not reflecting well on a firm which represents the law. Davis wrote they were turning viciously on a single mother, taking away her livelihood and attacking her on social media over a Cheeto. And that at least the monkey had a Cheeto because you are trying to starve the human child, Lucy's child, he wrote overdramatically, not realizing that if Lucy had not given the Cheetos to the monkeys, Lucy could give her own child Cheetos. He continues, get off your lying high horse and face the fact that you twisted a gift of a Cheeto into a capital crime and then invited the whole city to attack Lucy. Wherein most people thought they didn't really need an invitation to attack Lucy till she brought her incendiary Cheetos. And now the zoo will probably ban Cheetos, and this is how things get ruined for everyone, especially the Cheeto-eating zoo visitors who behave themselves. Davis doubled down on his defense of his new hire's actions in the post-comment section after someone pointed out that what she did was pretty reckless. We all agree she shouldn't have, Davis replied, possibly the most reasonable statement in this whole tirade. But he continues, haven't you ever done something silly for fun? causing this reporter to question if Davis has the same definition that they do about what is silly and fun, and will decline any invitations from said attorney for any activity described as silly and fun. This is Shock the Monkey by Peter Gabriel.
And now a story from our good friend and affiliate abroad, Leela. Good evening, I'm Leela Kelly. A Texas woman was recently shocked to discover a warrant has been out for her arrest for nearly 22 years. Imagine missing all the milestone moments in the life of your warrant and skipping straight to being able to buy it a beer. But that's just what happened to Karen McBride, who didn't find out about the outstanding warrant against her until she tried to change her name on her driver's license after getting married. Her crime? McBride was charged with felony embezzlement of rental property for failing to return a VHS tape of Sabrina the Teenage Witch to Blockbuster in 1999. While it may sound like a sentence straight out of a 90s-themed Mad Libs, McBride claims she doesn't remember renting the tape 22 years ago, let alone that she never returned it. She believes her boyfriend at the time rented it in her name for his daughters, saying, quote, he had to have. I know I didn't. She added, quote, I have never seen one episode nor movie, revealing herself to be a humorless drone with a hatred of lighthearted fun. Adding to the head-scratching nature of this crime is the fact that the blockbuster she denies renting the tape from but totally did rent it from and just forgot closed its doors more than a decade ago. Currently, the last remaining blockbuster is located in Bend, Oregon, shouts out. Karen McBride is currently exploring legal options and has quite naturally asked to speak to a manager. Stay tuned for our latest crime report update on a similar case of an Arizona woman who was charged with felony identity theft for attempting to use her college ID to obtain discounts even though she is now old enough to be classified as a geriatric millennial. Back to you in the studio. Thank you, Leela. Bobby, you just had a kid about four years ago, didn't you? I believe I did. It's kind of hard to forget. Well, let's see what you think about what's going on in New Hampshire. It was an explosive gender reveal party. Oh my. Neighborhoods in several different southern New Hampshire towns were rocked by a mysterious explosion Tuesday night. Kingston police say the blast was caused by a family using explosives to reveal the gender of their baby. Chief Donald Briggs said the blast happened at Torromeo Industries on Dory Road around 7 p.m. Kingston residents say it was like nothing they had ever heard before. It was earth-shaking, said a neighbor on Dory Road. Sarah Taglieri and her husband Matt live in a home that abuts the Torromeo Quarry. We heard this god-awful blast, Sarah said. It knocked pictures off our walls. It shook houses and surrounding neighborhoods and was even captured on a doorbell camera from the next town over. The Taglieri's called 911 and waited for Kingston police. In the meantime, social media lit up. People as far as South Merrimack Valley were wondering what had happened. Some claimed it was an earthquake, but that's not the case. Our team of meteorologists said there was no earthquakes reported around that time. Kingston police confirm it was a gender reveal using explosives. Are you kidding me, said Taglieri. I'm all up for silliness and whatnot, but that was extreme. Authorities are still investigating, but they believe the people involved used a legal explosive called Tannerite and had permission to be on the Torromeo Industries property. It cracked foundations of our neighbors' homes, Matt Taglieri said. I don't know how that's right. Thank you, Emily, for that tremor of a story. 
Now, as part of our youth reporter program called Mommy, I Want to Report the News, here is a youngster by the name of Brady with a story of his own. Life is so challenging. There are just too many choices for one person to go at it all alone. But now you don't have to hack it solo. You can let random people with five bucks go on a social media app and decide for you. That is what New New is all about. Basically, New New users send a poll out on the app and their followers respond to questions, helping their compatriot make a choice. I personally see no point in the usage of Nunu. I mean, can't you make the choice yourself? And if it's an important decision, you don't want any old Joe who can pay the five-buck fee deciding your fate. And also, if the point is to get a diverse point of view, Nunu is mostly aimed at Gen Z, which makes it a venue for like-minded clowns. So you can't get too diverse of an opinion base. On a final note, it's somewhat odd that a generation that is all like, hey, I don't want you parents making all the decisions for me, goes out on the internet and has random people on their PC or Chromebook or whatever decide for them anyways. Kind of odd. Thank you, Brady. Bobby, you better hang on to your anchor seat. Brady's going to give you a run for your money. Watch out now. More news after these musical messages. You know, Emily, I always wanted to tell people at a dinner party that my very first concert was Fleetwood Mac, but it wasn't. Well, that sure would have been an interesting conversation starter. It sure would have. Now, let's hear from Jennifer with a story that is bound to rock your world. A People Say poll published in Newsweek says 46% of Americans would like to see Dwayne The Rock Johnson run for the White House. To 46% of people's delight, Dwayne Johnson has shown some interest in a political career. The extremely charismatic and likable actor and former professional wrestler later wrote on his Instagram that has over 240 million followers worldwide, I don't think our founding fathers ever envisioned a 6'4", bald, tattooed, half-black, half-Samoan, tequila-drinking, pickup-truck-driving, fanny-pack-wearing guy joining their club. But if it ever happens, it'd be my honor to serve you, the people. The Founding Fathers surely never envisioned an actor, a reality television star, or a black man in their club, but times have been a-changing. This reporter envisions with delight the thought of The Rock subtly flexing at the barrel-chested, often-pictured shirtless Putin, or giving Kim Jong-un his iconic one-sided eyebrow in discussions about nuclear weapons. And, of course, making fun, charismatic small talk with various world leaders. Other Hollywood stars that Americans would like to see run for president include Angelina Jolie at 30%, 
Oprah Winfrey at 27%, Tom Hanks at 22%, and Will Smith at 21%. It's nice to see some females representing. I can just imagine Oprah saying, you get a stimulus check, and you get a stimulus check, and you get a stimulus check. I don't hate it. The nationwide survey received over 30,000 online responses from people over the age of 18. Well, this would certainly be one way to rock the vote. Now playing the appropriately named 1989 hit by Michael Damien, Rock On. Well, Bobby, I was just talking to our meteorologist in the studio, and it looks like things are going to be heating up here pretty quickly. Tuesday, my goodness, got to pick your sunblock pretty soon here, because it's going to be hot. I'll give it a shot. Well, why don't you tell us about some cool treats, Bobby? Okie dokie. If you've ever been too elated by the delicious Oreo cookiness of McDonald's McFlurry to notice the ice cream treat paraphernalia, and you like free stuff, you're not going to want to miss this story. McDonald's is giving back to the customers who have been fooled by its unconventional ice cream spoon. On Tuesday, May 4th, the fast food chain will be giving away one free caramel brownie McFlurry to any person who has mistaken its hollow block-shaped spoon handle for a straw. If you're the kind of person who can ignore the shame and pursue the free gift compliments of a fast food behemoth, McDonald's is offering up an I'm sorry in the, f- in the form of a delicious treat. Customers who are willing to accept McDonald's apology with a new soft-serve treat can redeem the one-day offer through the McDonald's app when they visit a participating location. Through the app, a code will be available to scan. No purchase necessary. Alternatively, customers who aren't able to leave their house or workplace to grab a bite to eat or you just plain want McDonald's to work even harder for you because, let's face it, you deserve it, you can get a free Caramel Brownie McFlurry if you order at least $15 worth of food through the chain's delivery partner. McDelivery with Uber Eats from May 3rd to May 9th. All the McFlurries that will be given away will be a regular size, according to the McDonald's press release. While McDonald's is making amends with customers over its McFlurry spoon, the chain revealed its hollow handle is actually made that way so it can connect to the ice cream machine for mixing ingredients. I think we're all better people for having learned this. So lace up those sandals, tighten that fanny pack, and head on over to McDonald's and get your free McFlurry on. And why not throw a McFish on that tab while you're at it? You know you want to. <laughs> All joking aside, Emily, I think I might give that a shot. I hate to break this to you. Um, this is breaking news, but that was two weeks ago. Oh, yes. Uh, I should have fact-checked my story before delivering it. Hey, who's doing these news prompts anyway? 
We'll have to fire him. I hope he doesn't have a family. Anyways. Back over to Jennifer. We've seen many strategies at play recently to encourage people to get a COVID vaccine. From a million-dollar COVID vaccine lottery in Ohio to free beer and state park passes in New Jersey, which has the whole state of Oregon crying out in outrage, where is my bribe? All I got was a sticker. This is terribly unfair. Agreed. Romania is offering something a little more exotic. Not as exciting as cold hard cash or beer, but as they say, experiences are more important than money. I didn't say that. Someone who spent all their money on vacation said that to validate their Instagram influencer lifestyle. But I digress. Bran Castle in Romania, believed to be the inspiration for the vampire's lair in the iconic novel Dracula, is offering Pfizer COVID-19 vaccines given by medics with fang stickers on their scrubs. What is it with the stickers? And why not go all out? I mean, capes? Some fake fang false teeth? Hang a few rubber bats from the ceiling for ambiance, perhaps? During every weekend in May, anyone can get a vaccine, without appointment and free of charge. They also get free entry to the castle's exhibit of 52 medieval torture instruments. The idea was to show how people got jabbed 500 to 600 years ago in Europe, the castle's marketing director, Alexandru Priscu, you know what, I don't want this job anymore, I want that job. Uh, said, apparently hoping that once folks see an Iron Maiden in real life, a needle won't seem so bad. No report yet on how effective this campaign was. This article has been paired with Step by Vampire Weekend. Back, back, we're back, I used to front like and go out, mechanics, bug, anchorage, and Dar es Salaam. We'll own the New York with champagne and disco. Well, that was the news. Weird news with dream infringement. And we hope you enjoyed yourself. Yeah, I know I did. <laughs> and I will say, um, I mean, I I don't, I hate to break the fourth wall. We can just break it down. But it is the end of the show. I'm going to take a sledgehammer and break the fourth wall. We're not really news anchors. And I, I have a lot more respect for for the news news people yeah because what's great is they are able to deliver the news without revealing much personality and i guess i just can't hold back my personality when i'm delivering the news it's just like raging and chomping at the bit to get out i think it's champing yeah what she said yeah, it it's difficult. I mine wasn't so much a difficulty with personality as it was just running out of breath. And at one point, I'm pretty sure my voice cracked. You know, you heard it. Yeah, I was I was clearing my throat before. You know, they edited we edited all of that out. That's the beauty of uh, you know radio magic. Yeah, you don't get to hear all of our our voice cracklings. Yeah, all of our snap, crackle, pops. Yeah, and we couldn't have done it without our dear friends, wonderful friends that that uh, came up with their own funny news pieces. Brady and Leela, thank you so much. Thanks for 
for doing this with us and um I don't know going along with our <laughs> strange whims and fancies yeah you guys were the bomb.com well we're gonna do something very special for you we are going to play you out with the only news that really matters what news is that Bobby why that's Huey Lewis and his news the news here is a song that they are famous for called that's the power of love and you know what you're gonna love is sticking around for after our show is world music journey with sophia blanton all right that's it from us here at dream infringement have a wonderful week hi miriam we love you. It's sad to say goodbye, but it's going to be even sweeter to say hello next week with a brand new show, with a brand new playlist, and brand new banter such as this. Sayonara. Bye, Bye everyone. <laughs>